In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I would submit to you that in our Lord's saying to these apostles, ending a little bit harshly, when you have done all you have been commanded to do, say, we are unprofitable servants, we have done what we were obliged to do. I would admit that in St. Paul's letter to Timothy, we have the proper commentary on the meaning of that verse. We have done what we were obliged to do. What are we obliged to do? We are obliged to stir into fire the gift of God that was given to you when you were baptized and divine life was poured into you, if you were confirmed and that was made strong, when you come and make your holy communion and have the life of God within you, stir that gift of God given to you into fire by your testimony to Jesus Christ and your willingness to bear your share of hardship for the sake of the gospel. And that comes to us in many and various forms. In the first place, I'd like to talk about a simple yet beautiful form. As you may know, because of COVID and so forth, it's been over two years since we put out a request for assistance at the Holy Mass. So, if you are at all interested or stirred in any way to serve as a lector, proclaim the scriptures at Mass, to distribute Holy Communion as an extraordinary minister and bring that life of the Savior to people. If you would like to be an usher or greeter, make people's coming goings a little bit smoother and make the functions of Sunday a little easier for myself and Tracy and others, this is an invitation for you to serve in one of those ways. That is one of the simple ways I would contend that we stir into fire the gift of God that is given to us. But I also contend that this 15th chapter, it's week 15 of the Crusade of the Sacred Heart, take great heart. We've got seven more weeks to go. I'm very fired up about it. If you're new and you have busy parish and don't know what we're talking about, that's okay. If you've been here a while saying, how much longer is this going on? Seven more weeks. So in chapter 15, I also believe he gives a perfect commentary on what it means to stir into flame. He writes, quote, First of all, Eucharistic fervor. Yes, the measure you passionately love the sacred heart in the sacrifice of the altar, in that same measure, you will be an apostolic power. That's the end of the quote. In that same measure that you passionately love the sacred heart in the sacrifice of the altar, in the Mass, in that same measure, you will be an apostolic power. And so to constantly examine ourselves, constantly prepare ourselves coming to the sacrifice of the Mass on Sunday, when we come to the daily Mass, when we come to adoration on Wednesdays or Thursdays, when we just pop in the church, whatever the case may be, that passionate love for the Sacred Heart in the Eucharistic sacrifice. When we kneel down in adoration of God and all, and when that consecration is lifted up, I just adore and want to be with Him. When I bring my family and my friends and my needs and all that into the intercessions and so on and so forth. And when I come up to the rail, 
not because it is the place of function, but it is, right? I haven't used this in a while. It is the honeymoon suite for every soul that wants to be in love with Jesus. He continues, quote, so again, first, a, a Eucharistic fervor, quote, second, thoroughly Christian home life. You, the best, the leaders, strive strongly to lead your families back to venerable old traditions, especially the family rosary. Celebrate, for instance, with simple family gatherings at home, First Friday and the Feast of the Sacred Heart. Jesus must be a king and a friend at home. That is the whole point. Yes, of course, that is the power of Christian life. But that is the point behind the enthronement of the icon of the Sacred Heart. That that Eucharistic fervor that we have when we come to the Mass is iconically through that image translated into our homes. That heart we adored and consumed at Mass is the heart that is present in our homes so that we, our children, our friends, our visitors know that Jesus Christ is King and Friend. King and Friend. That we go and speak intimately to Him in that place in our home. That we bring our hopes and our joys, right? Going off and want good luck to the soccer game, kiss the Sacred Heart. Going to visit Grandma who's getting sick, kiss the Sacred Heart. Lied to mom and dad, go stand before the sacred heart and tell your king who you know you did not obey that you are sorry and know his mercy for he is your friend. Want to jab a screwdriver through your husband's eye because you swear to heaven he doesn't pay a listen to a word he says? Go to the sacred heart. That might be a little bit of a strong example, but you get the idea, right? All these things for he is king and friend, and it translates beautifully to that Eucharistic love, where we come with passionate love, and with that same love, we'll stir into fire the gift of God that is within us, testifying to Jesus, and bearing our share of sufferings for the sake of the gospel. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.